Welcome to this edition of Why We Plan. My name's John Brown. I'm the founder of BEI. Uh, what BEI does for advisors is we train them in the exit planning process. We provide tools that they can use in actually creating an exit plan. Uh, and so in that way, we're in a, we are able, as from BEI's perspective as well, help owners leave the business on their terms. Uh, with us today is Isaac Smith, an exit planning advisor. Welcome, Isaac. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your practice and, and how you got involved in exit planning and the kinds of exit planning that you're doing now. Certainly, yeah, and thank you again. So it's interesting, especially since I've been partnered with BEI and, and going the route of exit planning, because my firm, you know, I am also a business owner. So throughout this journey, it's been a you know, very reflective you know, years, and we've learned a lot along the way as well. What I find to be most beneficial for us and, and some of the messaging that we can get across to our business owner clients is, first of all, educating our clients on what's possible. But also, I think what's important is giving business owners the permission almost to lean into their genius zone because there's so many business owners who, you know, they wear so many hats throughout the years, and sometimes that could damper their growth. Uh, and we've seen it in our practice also. So to answer your question a little bit more directly, what's interesting is in the beginning of our practice, and when I say our, you know, we've grown significantly over the years, but it really started out as just myself and my older brother, who's my business partner. Wow. And yeah, and in the beginning, we were both doing everything. But just like we try to get across to our business owner clients, we started developing, you know, our strengths and our passions. And that's really what spawned the birth of our business planning division in our firm. So how large is your firm right now? So right now, you know, we have admin and uh, we have resources behind us. Um, we're looking to, you know, find great talent. We're hiring. So between myself and my brother, and we're actually in the process of bringing on a third partner right now, um, that's going to give us the room to grow even more. Um, right. And we're, we're just now scratching the surface of double-digit advisors in addition to the three of us. Excellent. That's great growth. So what interested you in the idea or the concept of exit planning for you, for you not, not just for your firm, but for your clients? Yeah, that's a great question. So my personality, my entire life, I've always had trouble with leaving opportunities on the table. I always like to maximize potential. And when you look at a business, you know, compared to working with one client or one family, you can have an impact on so many lives at one time. And I find that on the business planning side, it also can be more complex. So a lot of people shy away from it. So we just saw it as an opportunity to help people in you know, an extremely important space. Sometimes a business could be you know, the business owner's largest asset sure. and just making certain that they're maximizing that potential. And so a lot of your focus is on helping business owners grow the value or the cash flow of their company. Yeah, certainly. And, and I think that so many times there's firms who only look at the numbers, which clearly we do. Mm -hmm. But I would actually say what's 
equally as important. I think I would even challenge that and say what's more important are the people. And I think a lot of the times the planning revolves around the people and you know who they are, what they're trying to achieve. So do you actually do formal exit planning for your clients? Yeah, and it's not only me. You know, anybody in this space knows that it does take a team, right? Because you know, you need the attorneys, you need the valuation specialists, you need, uh, you know, you need your financial advisors and the CPAs. Um, so this is something that we're developing with our clients. But as we're doing that, we're also being very conscious of having a deep bench and you know, developing that network and that team so that we could be all encompassing and, and make certain that we're adding that value. So we're that's that. And that's what I think every exit planner eventually has to have. You've got to have a team of competent professionals, not in your not in your profession, but who are there to support you. And you know, when I did exit planning, I had that team to the point where I could call a CPA up, for example. I'm not a CPA, and I might have a tax question. I might have a question with the financial statements, and the client's existing CPA is might be non-responsive or maybe it's out of his or her zone of comfort. It's nice to have that team of advisors. Yeah, certainly. And sometimes clients outgrow their professionals, yeah. right? So it's making certain that you're, we're always being surrounded by top-notch professionals. So how, how, many, how many other advisors, not in your profession, do you work with at least on a semi-regular basis for planning purposes, would you say? Out of the gate... You know, it's going to be a minimum of three to five, let's say, to, mm -hmm. to really be able to package everything that's going on, you know, in a nice way for the client. So, you know, one thing advisors are not usually very good at is consistent marketing of their practices. And I, I was as guilty as anybody else in my practice law. You market, you have a lot of clients as a result that you spend time working those clients and then you got to repeat the process endlessly. How do you all, if you do, avoid being stuck in that treadmill? I think that's such a good point. And I think we've thankfully grown to the point where we're making that transition right now. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, for the longest time, over a decade, we were technicians in the business. And we eventually got to a point where we wanted our message to be heard by more. So we understood the only way of doing that was to scale. Mm -hmm. And I, I really have enjoyed this experience uh, you know, of you know, appreciating the journey and not the destination for my company mm -hmm. because I see how I'm running parallel with so many of my clients. And a lot of what we're doing in our own practice, we're able to share that with our clients and show them how you know, if what you're doing, your day-to-day -day as the business owner, if you're not doing business owner activities you know, every hour that you're working, then that's going to, you know, stifle the growth that you can have. And it's really just like we're doing, you know, surrounding ourselves with better talent. What it's doing is it's freeing up our time so that yeah. we can start doing what you're talking about, which is, you know, the marketing, the brand recognition, and really, you know, the education for, for the public at the end of the day. How has, um, that's great, uh, how has your exit planning experiences you've gained more and more experience doing exit planning. How has that affected your practice? Have you shifted your ideal client, for example, the timing of your planning engagements? How has that changed your practice? 
Yeah, I, I love that question. So <laughs> my entire life, I was a people pleaser and a yes person. And I think that has, I think it has its advantages. And, but. And slash but. Yeah, I might have went with a but. And uh, what I would say is that once you start focusing on your exit, it becomes a lot easier to say no to things. Because if you understand where you're going and you have a strong vision, then when, you know, sometimes things are going to be presented to you and it's an easy no because it doesn't align with where you're going. So I think, you know, understanding the exit, having the exit in mind from the start, it allows you to think more purposefully and it makes you more mindful of where and how you're spending your time. That, you know, that really is a, that is a great point because owners can become easily distracted from all owners for the most, I shouldn't say all owners, the great majority of owners would like to exit their business, certainly within the next five to 10 years, but they seldom devote the kind of attention and effort necessary to get to that goal. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's a personal financial plan or, you know, selling a business or any kind of business continuity planning, whatever it is, if it's important, we need to focus on it, right? Nobody becomes great by accident. So it's really understanding, you know, there's only so much time in the day. What are the top priorities that we need to focus on? Um, and then it's, you know, being hyper-focused about it and having the right team around you. Right. But let's turn that now to your, your clients, your exoplanet clients. It's kind of the same thing. You have to establish their goals. Uh, so they're going to have a time frame when they want to exit, uh, usually a dollar amount or income amount, and they probably know who they want to, or think they know they'd like to train, who they'd tra like to transfer the business to. How, how do you keep them on track to grow that value as it needs to grow and, and to stay relatively focused on doing what's required to be able to exit their business on time? It's a great question. And <laughs> if it was easy, everybody would do it, yeah. right? So, you know, I don't think this space is for everybody. I think that you have to be super diligent and focused and you need to kind of have a, you know, a growth mindset and embrace being held accountable. Um, and once again, I, I think it's important to practice what you preach. Mm -hmm. So because I'm living it as well, I think I can connect with the business owners and I understand what they're going through and I understand the distractions and how, you know, you have to put out fires. So it's being super organized. It's holding each other accountable. And a lot of the times what I've seen, once again, what I've seen work best for me is not looking, you know, at the mountain as a mountain, but only looking, you know, 10 feet ahead of you and just taking that next bite-sized piece, mm -hmm. understanding all these little bite-sized pieces are going to get you to the goal. Uh, but a lot of the times I, I, can, I see people paralysis by analysis. It's, it can be overwhelming and working with a professional, being organized and holding each other accountable. I mean... They, it sounds simple. If it's easy to do, it's easy not to do. Is so, that easy to do with your brother? We're very lucky. You know, <laughs> we really are. So I, I always find it funny that my wife is similar to my brother's wife. And I, my wife is similar to my brother. And my brother's wife is similar to me. So uh, and my brother and I are opposites. So for us, you know, being very different and supplementing each other mm -hmm. works. And we both have the same goal in mind. So I'm, I'm so grateful that I do work with my brother. Um, I trust him like I trust myself. I don't really have to be careful 
with the words that I'm using, it can be a little bit more raw and it can mm -hmm. be a little bit more genuine mm -hmm. and neither of us ever get offended. And I hope everybody has a business partner like that, right? Neither of us ever get offended because we both understand what we're trying to achieve at the end of the day together. Yeah. And your brothers. And we're brothers. Yeah. It's only brought us closer. People can't believe it. <laughs> so final question. Uh, in your planning practice, do you tend to prefer working with owners who are wanting to sell their business in the fairly near future, or do you tend towards working with owners who want to transfer to family or to key employees? Do you have a preference? And if so, why is that? Yeah, and I think both spaces are great. I, I do enjoy working with the business owners who are trying to do more of a internal sale, whether it's another co-owner or a family member, a succession plan, mm -hmm. or maybe a key employee group. Um, I don't know if it's entirely because I work with my brother, so things like that are yeah. meaningful to yeah. me. Um, but also, you know, for me, I, I always put people first. So I really enjoy working and, you know, working on an exit strategy or, or, you know, building a company with a business owner where at the end of the day, maybe the people who help them build it can benefit from it. Yeah. Uh, that's meaningful to me. That's, and you know, a lot of our planning members, that is a, a differentiator and it's something they really want to do. So Isaac, thanks for your time. Great input. Uh, we'll see you again. Thank you as well. Thanks.